0: welcome to episode 88 of sharing life lessons this is season 9 we are one spirit one soul one world and together we are creating a library of stories and life lessons i am your host hamida and i want to bring you stories because stories matter stories inspire stories teach and stories heal hello again from india I am taking full advantage of being in this time zone by getting guests for you from continents of Asia and Africa. Our guest for episode 87 was from Africa. Our guest for today is a fun-loving guest from Hong Kong. Before I introduce him, here is an important housekeeping matter. To support the enhanced creation of this podcast, please become a monthly subscriber by going to www.anchor.fm. Click the support button with the dollar sign and subscribe for an amount of your choice. Also, thank you to those who already are subscribers. A lot of resources are needed to produce Sharing Life Lessons and your financial support helps me with bringing you a variety of interesting guests from all over the world. The link to this support button will be found in the show notes. The quote to open this episode is related to the topic of today's discussion. My favorite poet Rumi said, Happy is the moment we sit together with two forms, with two faces, yet one soul, you and I. Beautiful, isn't it? Happy is the moment we sit together with two forms, with two faces, Yet one soul, you and I. Our guest for today is a motivational speaker, trainer, and chief happiness officer from Hong Kong with over 31 years of business experience. His mission in life is to spread health and happiness in the world. He uses a holistic approach to empower people to achieve their personal and professional wellness goals and be healthy, happy, vibrant, positive, energized, and engaged. Everyone. Please join me in welcoming Mahesh Panani. Mahesh, welcome to Sharing Life Lessons. It is wonderful to have you uh, on the show as a guest.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. That's, that's one of my favorite sentences when I enter a class. I am so happy to be here. <laughs> so uh, this is perfect.
0: Thank you. And for the listeners, I will tell you how we connected. I reached out to Mahesh, because I read his LinkedIn profile, like you all know, my podcast production assistant is the universe. And the universe sometimes just brings these things along. And so Mahesh just came along, I saw his LinkedIn profile, and he calls himself the chief happiness officer. Now, who wouldn't want to talk to a chief happiness officer. So I obviously got in touch with him. And Mahesh, thank you for graciously accepting.
1: No, it, it, it's fun, right? Actually, it's a talking point. When Whenever people, I give them my name card, Chief Happiness Officer, what do you do? And and they're actually happy and excited to, to know what exactly I do. Yeah, it's a great way to start a conversation. It
0: is definitely a conversation starter. Mahesh, please start us off by telling us something about yourself.
1: Uh, sure. Okay. I'm 57 years old, born in Morocco, Casablanca, raised in India, And then I've been working in Morocco and Hong Kong. So initially, I was a trader. So I have a degree in maths, but I never used it that much. And then I got into trading and went on for a while. But in 2007, things shifted for me. Mm -hmm. I was making money and that wasn't interesting anymore. Like I had to do something more meaningful with my life. And so I'm like, what do I do? So one of the things that I learned in the process of discovery was laughter yoga. I learned it in Jindal Nature Cure, which is in Bangalore, where you're at right oh. now. And for me, that was like, wow, this is so great. I need to share this with Hong Kong people because at that time, nobody was doing it in Hong Kong. So yeah, just started it as a community project. It grew from five people in a park. And it became like, now we've reached 100,000 people in 10 years. So it's gone through phases and two TED Talks. Then it progressed on positive psychology, because uh, when you're teaching laughter to corporates, they're like, why should I laugh? Mm-hmm. And and you need to give them the science behind it. So that's why I studied positive psychology. I studied in the U.S., Goldbein Institute. The link is there in the description. You can check it out. And really, for me, that is like, wow, I can make people healthy and happy. So it became a passion in our lives. That's my background, basically. Our mission, me, my wife, is to create healthy, happy individuals. Our company name is Inspired to Aspire. Mm-hmm. Inspire people to be happy and healthy and to aspire for higher goals in life. That's why I call myself the Chief Happiness Officer. That's what I bring to the world.
0: Love it, love it. And listeners, if you're connecting with Mahesh and you want to reach out to him, I have all of his contact links in the show notes. Thank you for that. On to your story, Mahesh. Do tell us your story.
1: So picture this, 2006, I was 41 years old and I weighed 86 kilos. So right now I'm about 74 kilos.
0: I want to convert that to pounds, very roughly. 86 kilos is about 189 or 190 pounds.
1: Yeah. And I used to not exercise. I had one passion in life, make money. So Mm -hmm. I, I had a media business and I used to supply recording media to TV stations all over the world. Fantastic business. You, you just make money. I used to travel to US twice a year, Europe two, three times a year, and I was busy. I was fun. It was, I was loving it. And then I started developing an illness. It started with a sinus condition. It wouldn't go away for a year. And then finally, one day, I got an appointment with a specialist. Go and see him. And he says, go, go get an x-ray done. 75% of one nostril blocked, 100% of the other nostril is blocked. And he says, you have to do surgery Mm -hmm. immediately or you will die. I was like, 41 years old, I'll die. What's wrong? Like, why the hell am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. So it it kind of got awareness to what is life all about? So you think that happened because of your lifestyle? It definitely happened because of my lifestyle. Junk food, Mm -hmm. uh, fast food, a lot of fried food. I used to eat sweets and samosas. That was my diet. And chips. Like I used to snack a lot at irregular times. And traveling all the time. The other thing is, I wouldn't exercise. Wait, I would exercise only my fingers. I was changing TV channels on the (laughs) remote. Mm -hmm. But the body was absolutely like just growing. And I had this big belly. I can send you the photo. Like Mm -hmm. 86 kilos. And yeah, it created that breakdown. But it was a perfect way to come to an understanding that you cannot treat your body with disrespect. Mm. You know, God has given you a gift and you have to really nurture it. It was a perfect way for me to uh, understand health, happiness. Everything started with that understanding that life is about something other than just making money.
0: I wanted to pause here and note this as life lesson number one. No one has ever said that before in the 86 or 87 episodes that I've done. Do
1: not disrespect your body. I wanted to point it out. But yes, Mahesh, please go on. So the next part was, what do I do now? So step one was healing, right? The doctor told me I need to get surgery and I freaked out. I don't want surgery. I don't want an invasive procedure on my internal organs. So I decided to go for Chinese medicine which is similar to Ayurveda Mm -hmm. in in India. So here, it's purely about using herbs to cleanse your system. And the doctor promised me, he says, within six months, you will be 100% recovered. With Western medicine, with, with the surgery approach, the doctor said, oh, within one, two years, you may have to do the surgery again. I was like, that's not interesting. I'd rather go to the root cause and get rid of it. I went through a drastic lifestyle change so, number one, I cut out all salt, all sugar mm-hmm. for my diet and bland food. But it was all healthy food. So, a lot of salads, a lot of vegetables. Like, I-, I was always vegetarian, but I used to eat a lot of fried stuff. So, everything got cut out. So, I would have this bland stuff. So, it took a while. I was like, I used to see all the food and I couldn't eat it. Everybody was eating yummy food and I was the only one having that non-oily food. Mm-hmm. But that's what helped me. Slowly, I could feel my breath coming back. Like I could breathe properly. So I was taking the medication mm-hmm. and I started exercising. And six months, I lost 18 kilos in, in in the process. And my breath became 100%. Like that was the best part. you know? <laughs> Imagine from not being able to breathe to you can breathe properly. Yeah, that that's the main story. And... For the listeners, 18 kgs is about
0: 38 pounds. So M- Mahesh lost about 38 pounds in the in this process.
1: Yeah. And the main thing, my energy went up. That's the best part, right? And, but at the same time, I was no longer interested in the money aspect. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay, you're making money. So what? It's like, it, it wasn't fulfilling me. So I was looking for something to do in my life and happened to be in India for a wedding. I went to Jindal and there I discovered laughter yoga. and. For me, like, wow, I need to do this seriously because it, it's such such a wonderful exercise. So I, I came back and I invited some friends. Let's do this together. We started with five people in a park laughing. So Mahesh,
0: for those who don't
1: know what laughing yoga is, can you tell
0: us what it is?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, so laughter yoga is a, a set of exercises that you do, which involves number one, laughter. And you laugh for no reason. There are no jokes that you tell in in laughter yoga. And the second thing is, you do is you breathe. In the process, you kind of lose yourself. Like children on an average laugh for no reason. So when you laugh for no reason, your mind goes blank. You're you're in the present moment. And it's a fantastic feeling. Your fears, your worries, your tensions, they're just gone. They evaporate. For me, whenever I do it, like I, I find that it reduces my physical stress. It's a form of exercise, right? Mm. You're moving and you're laughing at the same time. So it reduces physical, mental, emotional stress. Proven. It's scientifically proven. Studies just show that if you do laughter yoga for 10 minutes a day, your happiness level goes up, your stress goes down, your creativity, your productivity also goes up. Again, I can share more details about it in the links you know, below.
0: You're saying you pretty much get into a meditative state.
1: A meditative state. Yes, actually you can say that because you're not thinking. Like you're just there. You're, you're, you're present. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's a form of exercise, but it's a form of meditative exercise. Nice. And it's fun. That, that's the best part. Plus what we've done is we've taken the India model that Dr. Madan Kataria, the laughter yoga guru teaches. So I've taken that model and then I've brought in positive psychology with it. I I show people how do you boost your positive emotions. So I integrate gratitude into the practices, appreciation. How do you create hope? How do you create relationships? So I, I bring in those kind of exercises into my laughter yoga. And people love it. That sounds really cool. So life
0: lessons, Mahesh, what life lessons have you learned along the way, along this journey of yours? You went through this startling sickness that made you change your entire lifestyle, which then worked for you, and now you are helping others to do the same. What are your life lessons along the way?
1: Uh, I have modeled my life based on positive psychology. Now, positive psychology is the science of happiness, of health, of well-being. So what is that model that I use and how it's integrated is what I wanted to share with your attendees. Mm -hmm. Number one, physical health, very, very important. We need to manage it. It, It's not going to happen on its own. So exercise is part of that. Sleeping for seven, eight hours, part of that. Like, I think this is common sense that is not very common these days. And we really emphasize, how many hours are you sleeping? How much water are you drinking on a daily basis? Do you get naps? Do you do some exercise? Do you breathe? Do you do yoga? Like for me, I exercise on an average 20 to 30 minutes almost daily. I've not been going to the gym since January 2020. Mm -hmm. But I created a routine at home. So I've been doing like 120 jumping jacks. I'll do 50 push-ups. Slowly you build up your practice. And you bring your heart rate up, you bring your heart rate down. Bring your heart rate up, bring your heart rate up. And then I do a lot of breathing exercises. So that's number one, physical well-being. Mm -hmm. So the model that I share, it's called the SPIRE model. So the S stands for spiritual well-being. P stands for physical well-being. I stands for intellectual well-being. R is relational and ease emotional well-being. This is from the Whole Being Institute. So physical well-being I just shared with you. Mm -hmm. Next part, intellectual well-being. Intellectual well-being is basically having that idea in your mind that everything is possible. Like sometimes people get stuck in their views about it's not possible. They have this fixed mindset. So if you can develop a growth mindset, and which happens through, number one, reading, listening to podcasts, taking courses like I have been training myself like crazy every year. I just love it. It's, it's fun. I am totally
0: there with you. And right now there are so many resources. Coursera, LinkedIn, Udemy, they give you so many free courses. I just recently did one on crypto. I'm not involved with crypto. That seems to be the, the way of the future in terms of money management. And so I'm doing a course on crypto, whether it'll help me or no, it's interesting.
1: The, the main thing is it expands your perspective. Mm-hmm. You learn from different people, how people are, are, are dealing with things in life. That's the best part. The resources, some of them are actually free. So like I, I looked at my history on YouTube. I spend on an average two hours, 45 minutes per day listening to TED Talks, listening to talks on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that's, that creates growth. That's intellectual well-being. So it's something that I recommend everybody to do. One simple fact that I can tell you about intellectual well-being is if you can increase your vocabulary by a thousand words, normal human beings, they have a vocabulary of maybe 1,500 words that they use regularly. If you increase your vocabulary by a thousand, your salary will double. So that's the reason why we need to learn. That is so interesting.
0: Where did you get this statistic from?
1: Positive psychology. It's it's documented that people who are more successful in life, usually they read more. Take an example of Warren Buffett. He's one of the greatest investors. How much time does he spend in front of his TV? None. He doesn't even have a TV in his room, Mm -hmm. in his house. He reads balance sheets. How many people in the investment world know how to read balance sheets? Everybody's like, oh, this is a trend. I need to follow this. I need to follow this. No. You need to look at the balance sheet. What is the profit? What is the loss? What is the growth? What is the expected cash flow? And that's how you make decisions on investments. So all that is part of intellectual well-being. You learn more, you're able to make better decisions. The next part, relational well-being. So relationship well-being is more about we should be able to give to others and get from others. So oftentimes we notice uh, people want to give, but they don't want to receive. So you need help, I'm willing to give it. But if the person says, no, 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 uh, I don't want it. That doesn't work. So no man is an island. Mm -hmm. So relationships matter. Like the most happiest people in the world are those that have fantastic relationships. And that's something that can be created. So if you look at the work of uh, Dr. John Gottman from the Gottman Institute, he can predict reliably 94% of the time if a couple is going to be together based on having a 15-minute conversation with the couple. That's amazing. So it's a science, right? Interesting. You can wire your relationships, whether it is with your spouse, with your children, with your colleagues, with the managers that you're working with. And that, for me, is part of well-being. If you can get good relationships in your life, you will be successful. You will get the necessary connections. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: So that's relationship Mm well-being.
0: Before you go any further, I want to point out one thing that you said that struck to me. You said it is about giving and getting. And some people don't want to get. That is so profound because some people are afraid to ask for help. I want to emphasize that you shouldn't be embarrassed asking for help in any way possible. For mental health, at work, with your family, with your spouse, with your children. You need help ask for it. Because like you said, there's always someone out there who wants to give it.
1: By the way, I'm going to say something else that is part of your podcast. When you approached me and I looked at your podcast, Mm -hmm. what was the first thing that attracted me about your podcast was four words, actually six words, one world, one soul, one spirit. Mm -hmm. We are that. Mm -hmm. So what are we afraid of? Why are we so scared? That oneness is common in all of humanity and we should be willing to take and give both ways, you know. That's how you create well-being in life.
0: Thank you so much for pointing that out because I truly believe that in my soul.
1: So yeah, that's relationship well-being and then there's emotional well-being. I think this, there's this idea in the world that people want to have positive emotions and not have negative emotions like, I don't want negative feelings. That's ridiculous. It doesn't exist in reality. So, life has the positive emotions, the highs of life, but life also has the lows of life. And the lows of life are good, they're not bad. They are there to create that perfect balance, right? You can't just be going high, 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 high. So, the only thing is, we need to cultivate that sense of resilience so that when you're on the down phase, you can bounce back quickly but you will go through that challenge there's no such thing as smooth sailing all the way it, it just doesn't exist so preparing people for that is is something that i love doing talking mm. to students or, or, or the audience wherever i'm teaching so I- I- emotional well-being have more positive emotions but don't be afraid of negative emotions you can cry it out it, it, like wh- one of the things that i say. It's the same thing, to laugh or to cry. Mm -hmm. It's just water coming out of your eyes, that's all. But it's part of healthy life. Mm. So that's the E of SPIRE. Now -hmm. going back to the S. What is S? S stands for spiritual well-being. And spiritual well-being is, yes, it is about knowing that there is a higher power. But the most important thing is each human being Been born purpose in life. We have to create that in our lives. So if you're a guitar player, be the best. If you're a podcaster, be the best. And then that when you engage with whatever you are good at. Like for me, I am really good at audio video equipment related stuff. I'm really good at laughter yoga. I'm really good at sharing about positive psychology. And when I do that, my life is fulfilled. If you can do it for others, you will find greater joy in life, more satisfaction, more fulfillment. That's the Spire model, which I love. Uh, My life is modeled around that. We like to do more workshops, even free of charge, for people to understand this is something that will enhance your well-being. It's getting into the depth of it and Practicing it in our lives.
0: I love it, Mahesh. Before I end, I do want to ask you to give us, if you can, a few tips. Whether it's any part of the SPIRE model, but give us a few tips on how we can incorporate this in our regular day-to-day lives to be happy.
1: I think number one is learn. One of my best uh, authors, he he passed away a long time back, his his name is Leo Buscalia. So his book, I think his name is Learning to Love or Loving Learning, something like that. And people are looking for love. But they don't know how to. So love can be learned. So that that's my number one tip. You, you need to learn how to love. Don't take it from the movies. <laughs> movies are not the right way to develop a lifestyle of uh, being happy. That's my number one tip. Like learn and uh, have that discernment because there's too much information out there. You need to learn how to discern from right, from wrong. And sometimes you will learn if you ask questions. So this this is something that we did in positive psychology. You take a a sentence and you start with, I will be 5% happier if, and and just keep asking questions along that line for whatever is in your mind. And as you do that self-reflection, you do that inner reflection, you will get answers or at least it will lead you in a direction mm-hmm. so self reflection is very very important in, in in life practice it regularly the other thing is exercise breathe like properly learn how to breathe do yoga whatever but please don't sit idle because that is a recipe for disaster be more active in life if you know the blue zones project by the national geographic photographer
0: mm-hmm.
1: how do people get to live to 100. So you read the Blue Zones Project. It's five countries in the world or cities where once people cross the age of 70, they hit 100. Now, what is it that they do? Mm. Number one, they have great relationships. Number two, they exercise daily. They eat more fresh fruits and vegetables. A little bit of meat, but very little. And the other thing is they walk a lot so mm. it's, whether it's okinawa whether it's sardinia whether it's loma linda in the u.s by the way also so there are certain areas in in the world where it's a proven experiment you want to live long you want to live happy lives you do certain things so part of that is the blue zones project i teach that and that, that's one of the things that uh, you want tips for living a good healthy happy life read that book or watch it online dan butner that's the name of the author, Dan.
0: Okay, and for the listeners, this will be in the show notes for you as a resource. Thank you so much, Mahesh. You've given us so many good things to think about, so many good life lessons and tips, and I appreciate you for that.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and wish you all the best. Remember, we are one world, one soul, one spirit.
0: Thank you for reiterating that because I truly believe that in my soul. Thank you. Thank you, Mahesh. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Mahesh's entire demeanor is so happy, and I really enjoyed this dialogue with him. As always, here are my key takeaways from this discussion. One, life is about something other than just making money. Two, do not disrespect your body. If we learn this lesson now, when we are healthy, then maybe we won't have to learn it the hard way or when it is too late. This may sound too dramatic. But I have seen many who are left with the regret that they wish that they had not neglected their body and health. Three, one fun fact that Mahesh mentioned is that if you can increase your vocabulary by a thousand words, then your salary will double. Mahesh said it was proven, but I have not verified it. Let's be adventurous and test it out. If we can double our salary by increasing our vocabulary, then it is a small price to pay. Let's just do it and check it out for ourselves. There are highs of life and then there are lows of life. Lows of life are not bad, but instead they are good. Have positive emotions, but don't be afraid of the negative emotions. You can cry it out. Both laughing and crying are therapeutic emotions. And lastly, here is a mashup of the little tips on the house of the spire model that Mahesh lives his life by. 1. A growth mindset is more desirable over a fixed mindset. 2. Learn to love. 3. Exercise. Do yoga. 4. Breathe properly. If you think you don't know how to breathe properly, then learn how to breathe properly. And lastly, have great relationships. Give and get. There is no shame in asking for help. And Mahesh reminded us that we are one spirit. One soul, one world. This brings us to the end of this episode. I will bring you the next episode of Sharing Life Lessons next Wednesday. Until then, be happy, be safe and be blessed.